Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands and today is dubbing our 446, it's Impact Bound for Glory. It's just me again, but we have five episodes of Impact and the biggest show of the year for Impact Wrestling, Bound for Glory 2022. Now before we start, like I said, you can hear I am a little bit key at this moment in time. But uh, like I said, we're going to get through this and bring you all the impact action. So let's get to it then. October 6th, we start with a digital exclusive, the X Division title, Speedball Scramble from Wrestling Revolver, uh, Chris Bay, JD Griffey, Gringo Loco, Billy Starks, Casey Navarro, Dante Leon, and of course the champion retained. BTR Juice Robertson defeated Alex. This could have been on Strong, Rampage, or NXT. Uh, Frankie Kazarian defeated Kenny King. Mia Yim defeated Giselle Shaw. We had Moose versus Steve Macklin with special guest for free, Sammy Callahan. We see Moose Spear and Macklin out of his boots. But instead of counting to three, Callahan takes them both out with a pair of cactus drivers. Callahan pulls Macklin on top of Moose for the win. We see Jason Hodge win a game of rock, paper, scissors for a chance to enter your call, your shot gauntlet. Unfortunately for him, Joe Hendry walks out of Scott DeMore's office and reveals that he secured the final spot. I believe in Joe Hendry. Well, the Death Dolls, Tyler Valkyrie and Jessica uh, with Rose and me defeated the Swingerellas, Swingerella 1 and 2. With Johnny Swinger, Alex Shelley with Chris Saban defeated Impact World Tag Team Champion Matt Tavern with Mike Bennett. The Knockouts World Championship, Pinsori Jordan Grace and Masha Slamovich signed a contract for Brown for Glory. Grace, the first knockout ever to become a Triple Crown Champion. Grace says that Slamovich has the opportunity to learn from losing and that Bound for Glory is going to teach her that difficult lesson. Slamovich utters, Masha is going to kill you in Russian for flipping the table on top of Grace. Slamovich snowplows Grace through the table and stands tall to end the show. Uh, good stuff, but most was an extended promo for Bound Glory and Brown for Glory was October the 7th and we kick off with kickoff calls Brian Myers brazenly issued an open challenge for the digital media championship and fellow W alumni Dirty Dango okay fan Dango answered despite the surprise Myers controlled a portion of the match Dango made a comeback and had the most professional wrestler reeling Myers recovered dodged a down and dirty top rope leg drop and scored the win off a spear and a roster cut I mean, this was fun. Impact ex-WWE guys, but Myers did well. Uh, three and three quarters out of five. And then one of the most influential characters in pro wrestling history took his rightful place in the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame just prior to the start of the main show. Raven, a former world champion, one of the man, men responsible for the revolution that was ECW, did with a thoughtful speech that thanked Len Denton, Paul Heyman specifically, and touted his shoes with Tommy Dreamer and Sam Mann as some of his best in wrestling history. He said, I want to thank him for being my partner in a 28-year feud that finally ends tonight. Raven said that before dropping Dreamer with the Evenflow DVD. Quote to the Raven, nevermore. Bless Raven. I mean, he even addressed the shaking and the blaming it on the shoulder. You could tell he lost his way with the script a little bit. But the main show begins with the X Division Championship match. Speedball Mike Bailey 
versus Frankie Kazarian. Kazarian attempted to ground Bailey, thus negating his speed and high flying ability. The champion fought back low and had his challenger reeling through a badge of kicks as an ADT and a standing tornado for two. Kazarian answered by turning him inside out with a lariat. The back and forth continued with Kazarian digging into his bag of tricks, pulling out the flux capacitor for two. Bailey answered with a poison runner moments later and tried for the shooting style press. Kazarian caught him mid-flight, delivering a cutter, and then tapping him out with a cross-faced chicken win to win his fifth X-Division Championship. I was surprised. Mike's been the champ since Lamaversary. He's been a wrestler on a year run, even overshadowing Josh with the level of opponents. Great stuff, but why put Frankie over at Speedball's expense? Four and three quarters out of five. And then Mickey James continued the last rodeo tour. Battling me, Yim. James overcome a focus attack on the left knee to fight back with a crowd and army red hot for the all-timer. Yim cut her off, loaded him in a powerbomb into the turnbuckle. An attempt at suplex was halted to play some mind games. The Fez pressed for two. Later, Yim tried to con- uh, the corner cannonball, but James evaded it and delivered a Mick DT for the hard-fought victory. I do like this James story. It's fitting end. To a legend. Yim will be in AEW or WWE soon. This was a damn solid match. Four out of five. After the match, James and Yim show each other respect as they embrace in the middle of the ring. We then have the knockout tag team champions, Vex, Deanna Pratt and Chelsea Green versus the Death Dolls, Tao Valkyrie and Jessica for the Knockouts World Tag Team Championship. A hot start by the challengers gave way to Green and Pratt's season control by working over Valkyrie. Hot tag to Jessica Lowe turned the tide back in the favour of the Death Dolls, much to the delight of Rosemary, who rooted her friends on from ringside. The challengers rolled with Valkyrie delivering a spear, out sent Peraza to the floor, and Jessica delivered the she driver to Green for the win and the titles. Another shocker. Uh, Jessica's been attacked with three different women this past year. It was a good match, though, and your new Impact uh, knockout tag team champions are, of course, Jessica and uh, Valkyrie. 3.95 for the match. And then Impact World Tag Team Champions, The Kingdom, Matt Tavern and Mike Bennett versus the Motor City Machine Guns, of course, Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley. The Kingdom did the action by isolating Shelley and welcome over while Sabin had no choice but to watch. Utilised quick tags and expert tag team manoeuvres to keep Shelley on the defensive. Hot tag to Sabin sparked a much needed babyface comeback. Soon back and forth action to find the match. We needed team season control despite flurries of offence. The finish came when Bennett accidentally rocked wife Maria Canellas with a super kick and Tavin took advantage of the distraction with a roll up using the ropes for leverage to score the win. It's a fun match. Again, Motor City should have won. But the Kingdom are off to AEW, so it doesn't really matter. Guns always deliver. This is Sabin's 12th Bound for Glory. Just shows you how much he has done. A four and a quarter out of five then. And then the Call Your Shot Gauntlet went around the title shot of the choosing any time, any place. Order and entry up first. Eric Young, Joe Hendry, Steve Macklin, Rich Swan, PCO, Savannah Evans, Johnny Swinger, Thules, Killer Kelly, Moose, Sammy Callahan, Taylor Wilde, Giselle Shaw, Buddy Ray, Tommy Dreamer, Ryan Ober, Pindagura, Heath, Bobby Fish, and Matt Cardona. 
course, is competed under Battle Royal rules, becoming a one-on-one match when it's dwindled to the final two competitors. There were several ongoing storylines were present, including Steel's program with Kenny Kelly. And there were some, some fun spots elsewhere. An ECW reunion featuring Dreamer, Rhino and Bully Ray and Mona gave way to a showdown between Ray and Macklin for the Call Your Shot trophy. Despite riding a wave of momentum into the show, Macklin succumbed to Bully Bomb as a former two-time world champion scored a win and a future championship opportunity. Couple of notes from this match. Fish was booed and seeing Punk chance wasn't too bad if it wasn't his own hometown. Elsewhere, this was fun. And again, wrong person won. Out of five, three and three quarters out of five. Eddie Edwards tells his wife, Alicia, all this will end when he defeats Josh Alexander, become the Impact World Champion. One of his daughters asks the all-important question, but what if you don't win? These uh, co-main event, the Knockouts World Champion, Jordan Grace versus Massa Slamovich. Intensely physical match ensued with Slamovich seizing control early, only for Grace to chop away back in the match. Slamovich cut her off and delivered a Canadian destroyer for two, but her inability to put the champion away, showing a crack in a tipply confident ex- Grace fought back and delivered a vertebraker, but was unable to secure the win. Her own confident shake and a Slamovich feud equally as resistant. The Grace driver followed moments later, and again, Slamovich kicked out. Fantastic sell by Grace there. And Chandra answered with the air raid crash in the corner and a snowplow only for Grace to land a foot under the rope. The champion, proven resistant, delivered the Grace driver from the middle rope and did the unthinkable knocking Slamovich off and ending her unbeaten streak. It was two women just beating the shit out of each other and I loved it. Wrong winner again, though. Out of five, five out of five. Finish looked insane. I was not bored once. In this matchup, and an Impact Wrestling returns to pay per view on Friday, the 13th of January, with Hard to Kill. And in the main event for Bound for Glory, of course, the biggest show of the year, Impact World Championship on the line, Josh Alexander versus Eddie Edwards. Uh, Edwards delivered a plant from the top and onto Alexander at ringside, gaining the first sustained upper hand of the match. He dominated from there, working over the walking weapon for pulling up the padding on the floor and exposing the wood. After kicking Alexander's leg out from under him, he delivered a die-hard driver onto the exposed floor, drawing chance of disbelief from the fans. Edwards walked over the left leg of Alexander, but a champion fought through and delivered a consecutive German suplex, and then the floor, and finally the ramp. Alexander fired a blue thunder ring, then delivered the Styles Clash for floating over to the ankle lock. Edwards powered out, sending the champion to the floor. Alexander delivered a C4 spike, but Matt Tavern and Mike Bennett pulled the official to the floor and knocked him out. Edwards delivered a mock Boston knee party, but could not keep Alexander down as the second referee only smacked the mic twice. Later, as the action intensified, Alexander cut off the Boston knee party attempt and rocked Edwards with a right hand. The spinning right hand followed, and the C4 spike earned Alexander the victory. After the match, on and more attacked Alexander. Until Rich won and Heath hit the ring. Booty Ray made the save from there and teased cashing his title opportunity for help clear the ring of the hills. He handed out on the impact title to close out the show. I mean, this was hard hitting. A bit too long. Uh, Josh busted his nose and the vigil was ace as he was there just bleeding. Effort was there, don't get me wrong, four and a half out of five. If we look at MVP of the night, I've got to say Mike Bailey. You know, I know the title run came to an end. 
but the level of performances in his nine title defences were incredible. Match for the night, the knockouts title. These, just watch it, all right? Two women just going through. It's fantastic. Rating, eight three quarters out of five. For the biggest event for Bound for Glory, I was a little bit disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I always think there should be a marquee match. And I don't know if Eddie Edwards and Josh Alexander was that. But again, we have now built opponents, Josh Alexander, for the next couple of months. What opponents, you ask? Well, let's get to it. October 13th, first up, digital exclusive. And then we had the BTI, which was Trey, Laredo, Insane versus Bullet Club. Uh, this was basically a dark match for Bound for Glory. And then the Motorcycle Machine Guns, Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley defeated Raj Singh and Shearer. And then we see Josh Alexander kick off the show. Gauntlet Willard, Buddy Ray, makes his way to the ring, goes face-to-face with the champ. Questions why Buddy didn't call his shot following the collusion of Bound for Glory main event. Let's not forget that Bound for Glory last year after Alexander beat Christian to win the Impact World title. Moose called his shot to win. And also, I think out of the four uh, Call Your Shot Battle Royals, the previous three have all won gold from that. Uh, but Bully's a changed man. He goes on a long list of people he stabbed in the back and basically being an arsehole. And Bully insists he wants to change his position. Uh, Steve Macklin interrupts. Macklin doesn't trust Bully either and wonders why politics is way into the call your shot gauntlet. Moose is out next and calls Bully a scumbag. I've seen him model the last couple of years of his career after him. Albany's own Bobby Fish heads straight to the champ and challenges him to impact world title. Alexander accepts and it's on. Speaking of on, this segment went on and on and on. Shelley reveals that they're about to go to Scott Tamore and demand another title opportunity. And Heath are seen walking out. Revealed they've already received a title opportunity. And they want to reunite for revenge against Ellen No More. Uh, Tasha Stills versus Killer Kelly. No disqualification. Kelly introduces a steel chair into the match. Seems to assault with the clotheslines. Evans gets involved once... But Kelly makes a pay with still chair shot. Kelly counts a choke from Stills into the killer clutch to win by submission. Trey Miguel defeated Alex Zane, Black Taurus, Loretta Kid, Yuri Yamora, and Kenny King. Next, Deanna Pratt and Chelsea Green. And Giselle Shaw defeated Knockouts Welcome Champions Death Dolls, which calls Tyre, Jessica, and Rosemary. Matt Cardona returned to single competition against the man who eliminated him for the Call Your Shot gauntlet, but Pindagura. Cardona won. And the Impact World Champion, Josh Alexander versus Bobby Fish for the title. Well, Fish counts a C4 spike and sees the suplex. Alexander hits two German suplex for Fish, but he gets to the ropes on the front of third. Locks in the ankle lock, but Fish rolls through and sends him to the apron. Alexander soars with a top right moonsault for two. He then locks in another ankle lock, but this time Fish counters his triangle choke. Alexander fights free, hits a C4 spike to win. After the match, X Division champion Frankie Zarin confronts Josh Alexander in the ring. He announces he's going to exercise option C, meaning that he will relinquish the X Division title for a shot at the Impact World Championship. We move on to October 20th, Digital Alicia versus Divine versus Ava Everett. I have butchered those names, I know. Crater Pro, Pro uh, Alicia won. BTI, Johnny Swinger lost to Dirty Dango. Uh, Chris Bay and Juice Robson discover that Bullet Club ally Ace Austin has been attacked in the parking garage. Bay and Robson believe that Bully Ray is the assailant. 
Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer then defeated Bullet Club, Chris Bay and Juice Robinson. After the match, Bully ensures Chris Bay that he was not the one who attacked Ace in the parking garage. This was Bully's first match at Impact in 10 years. Heath pumps up Rhino, hell of an impact world tag team title opportunity against the Kingdom in tonight's main event. Well, considering the cunts for an AEW, I wonder who wins. Taylor Wilde defeated me, Yim. Kito's leaving and just he's returned. Best of luck, Yim. Say his name and he appears. Yes, I believe in Joe Hendry. He defeated Jason Hotch. Kazarian relinquished the X Division Championship. Reasoning being, he never won the big one. And that eats at him every single day. He claims that all of his sacrifice will be for nothing if he doesn't become the Impact World Champion. He's exercising his option C. See, Batlin attacks from out of nowhere as Kazarian is caught in the crosshairs. Batlin's about to continue assault when Josh Alexander makes the save. So, to get this right, everybody, Speedball Mike Bailey was sacrificed so Kaz can lose to Josh. Why not ask, you know, or go into Scott DeMore's office? How many times have we seen this an impact? Go to Scott DeMore's office, you ask for a match, and you get it. Look at Bobby Fish. Look at Heath and Rhino. Uh, but instead, you have to win the X-Vision title from one of the greatest champions we've had in years and just do it to that. Doesn't make any sense. Eddie Edwards returned to the Impact Zone. He tells Alonai Moore and his wife, Alicia, that something has got to come to an end. They'll soon find out exactly what it means. Rich Swan defeated Eric Young. After the match, the yellow-hooded followers, known as the Design, hold back Swan on a ramp, allowing Dina to take him out with a closed fist. Lights go out and Sammy Callahan appears in the ring. And he chases off Violent by Design with a baseball bat. And the Impact World Tag Team Championship, uh, the Kingdom, Matt Tavern and Mike Bennett, Versus Heath and Rhino. Well, Kenny King, PCO, Vincent made their way to the ring. Kenneth attempts to blind Rhino with white powder, but inadvertently throws it in Bennett's face. Heath connects on the wake-up call and Bennett. Rhino goes to the gore, but Tavern redirects him into Kanellis. Heath hits another wake-up call, this time to Tavern, to score the win. And your new Impact Tag Team Champions... Heath and Rhino. And after the match, leader of Rhino Moore, Eddie Rhodes confronts the rest of the group in the ring. He speaks on the ultimatum that uh, Alicia gave him. Either Rhino Moore ends or their relationship as husband and wife ends. Edwards question if Rhino Moore is worth saving because all he sees is failure. Edwards accuses PCO of being the reason he lost Josh Alexander at Bound for Glory. He asks him if he's loyal to Rhino Moore and PCO hesitates to provide. Edwards calls PCO a bitch prompting the monster to lash out at him and the rest of them are no more. PCO takes out each and every one of them with a brutal assault, including his crater, as he chokes Lam Vincent through a chair. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Uh, October 27th, Wrestling Revolver, digital exclusive, Tales from the Ring. A Monsters Ball match, Crash Jackson, love the name, Madman Fulton, PCO, Warhorse, this was fucking nuts. Each man just gave everything. If you've got a spare 20 minutes, watch this. This is crazy. We had doors and everything else involved as well. BTI, well, we get a tournament. We do love a tournament here on the WNR. We're going to crown a new X Division champion, and it begins as Black Taurus and Laredo Kid take to the skies. Scott Demore joins Tom Hannafan and Matthew Rayholt on. And I will say, Tom and Matthew working really well together. I really enjoy Bound for Glory and the kind of the, the way it is about it. And again, no, I've not been a huge fan of Tom or Todd Phillips as it was, but I think he's found his level here and uh, Impact is doing well because of it. Let's not forget, 
I started with Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown on commentary. So this is a little bit of a step up. Uh, we see Kid coming back. As for the match itself, Radio Kid comes back with a crucifix bomb followed by a poison runner. Hits a fourth, but it's not enough. Tori spikes him with a destination hellhole to advance to the next round. You know what? Chemistry Pinner 2 is great. Really fun match. And then tournament action to crown a new exhibition champion continues as Alan Angels makes his return against Trey Miguel. So, uh, Miguel successfully hits the meteora for yet another near fall. Moments later, Miguel puts Angels away with a lightning spiral to move on. This was good stuff. Ace Austin and Chris Bay of Bullet Club accused of taking out a lot last week. Bully continues to deny the claim, but when Tony Dreamer steps up for Bully, he finds himself in a match with Bay later. Former Knockouts World Champion Tasha Steele steps in the ring with newcomer Rachel Shield. The bell rings as Steez immediately drops her opponent with a running boot. She has a match won, but instead of going for it, she gets on the mic and demands better competition. Steele's calls for Evans to attack Shield, resulting in a disqualification. Chris Bay beats Tommy Dreamer. Matt Cardona... Shelley, Myers cracks Shelley with a title while the referee's distracted. Cardona rolls him up for free. Gal Kim tells Josh Alexander that Billy taught her not to trust anyone in the wrestling business and watch his own back. Steve Macklin blindsides Alexander until Frankie Xerian gets involved after security de-escalates the situation. Alexander asks Xerian wants to team up against Aussie Open next week. Cat said he wasn't looking for a partner, but looks like he just found one. We get Raj Singh versus Joe Hendry. Yes, I believe in Joe Hendry. Well, before the match begins, Joe Hendry tells the story of a bankrupt family whose problems are solved because they believe in him. Hendry looks continues the momentum, uh, and he does catch in Raj in midair and delivering a trust fall. Hits a big clothesline followed by a stand innovation to score the dominant victory. Maybe my new favourite, and yes, I believe in Joe Hendry. To sit down and interview with Eddie Edwards. Miller asks about the status of Honor No More, in which Edwards reveals the group has disbanded. With PCO attacking them last week, Matt Tevin and Mike Bennett being fired, Maria Kinez and Vincent injured, and Kenny King focused on the exhibition title. Edwards believed there is nothing left to be salvaged. Miller asks Edwards where he stands with his wife Alicia, but Edwards wants to keep that private. He said he'd do it all over again, but admits that mistakes were made. The biggest one being PCO, and he vows to make PCO pay. For storming off. And in the main event, Knockouts World Champion Jordan Grace, Taylor Wilde, and Mickey James versus Vexed, calls Perazzo Green and Giselle Shaw. Because this is the last rodeo match, so if Mickey James loses it, she will retire. Grace makes a blind tag for hitting the top rope blockbuster, but Grace and Wilde break the pin. Shaw poses for the Knockout World title ringside, but Grace makes a pay for it. Back in the ring, Wilde spears Perazzo, while James DDT's Green for the win. Are so money. I mean, they could go to WWE and and legitimately become tag champions within a week. Um, the women are equals. So I would say bigger stars in Impact as well, and better characters with the knockouts. It's all good wrestling, though. Don't get me wrong. And then the last Impact, November the third, digital exclusive, Greek Town Wrestling. Eric Young in his hometown versus Channing Decker getting a victory. BTR Yuri Yomora versus PJ Black. X- first round the former Justin Gabriel looks like Vincent now uh, when you think about it as well what's crazy is that Heath 
And now Justin Gabriel in Impact, Brian in AEW, Barrett in WWE, Darren Young in New Japan, Ryback's not wanted, and Michael Tarver disappeared. We either next us or against us. But when you think that was, what, 12 years ago now? And they're where they are. But anyway, back to the match. Black Souls with a moonsault. Yomura turns him inside out with a big club. Back in the ring, Black scores a pinfall following a modified crucifix bomb. This is a fun match. You didn't bring PJ back just to lose. Eddie Edwards blames PCO for the demise of Orlando More. He dares him to meet him in the Las Vegas desert to end things once and for all. Mike Bailey defeated Kenny King, the exhibition title tournament first round. Mike got the surprise pin. Janet Pratt and Chelsea Green blame Giselle Shaw for the loss to knockouts world champion Jordan Grace. Tell her main event. Green's obsession with Tom and James is about to boil over as she prepares for a singles match with Hardcore Country next Thursday. I uh, should say quickly, uh, obviously we're doing Bound for Glory today. There will be another Impact Roundup show in December where we catch up with everything. Of course we've got Overdrive coming up as well. The build too hard to kill. Uh, like I said, it will be interesting to see what happens there. Savannah Evans defeated Knock- Jessica, obviously setting up something for Overdrive. We'll say his name and he appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. Big Joe confronts the major players and expresses interest in Brian Myers' digital media championship. And then PCO meets Eddie Edwards in the Las Vegas desert and the fight is on. Edwards is reeling as PCO gains the upper hand. Moments later, Edwards cracks him over the head with a rock then suplex terrain. P-Show shows signs of life. But Edward quickly shuts down with a steel shovel assault. Edward buries him under a pile of rubble and walks away. I mean, Impact does this better than most. And this started off, they started off on the uh, the train of the cinematic stuff. And this was actually quite well done. Taylor Wilde wanted to be in Mickey James's corner. Mickey said no. Sammy Callahan defeated Eric Young by disqualification. Dean instructs two of the followers to remove their hoods and reveal their identities. And it's Alan Angels. <gasps> I mean, he's gone from one stable to another. And Big Con. Yes, we all remember the Ascension and Connellair. A new era of violence has begun as the group stands tall over laid out Callahan. I always remember Chokestone reports enemy impact wanting to be WWE. And when you see these guys here, I think they kind of want to be AW as well. Ace Austin versus Moose. Buddy Ray comes down to ringside in front. Moose for accusing him of attacking Austin in the parking lot. The distraction comes to Mrs. Spear, allowing Austin to roll him up for the free. And then the Impact World Championship. Uh, World Champion, sorry, Josh Alexander and Frankie Zarin versus Aussie Open, which is Mark Davis and Carl Fletcher. This is our main event. Zarin hits a springboard leg drop on Fletcher. Alexander locks in the ankle lock. Meanwhile, Zarin traps Davis in the mission with his own. Fletcher rolls through and sends Alexander crashing into his own partner. Alexander suplex Flasher over the top rope. They both topple to the floor in the ring. Kaz connects with a slingshot cut on Davis to score the victory. Now, normally I would hate this. A really, really good tag team. Like I said, Aussie Open are uh, in years to come going to be known as one of the greatest tag teams of their generation just from what we've seen. Even this past year with the matches against FTR. But losing against a non-tag team. And again, I know Josh Alexander was saying that he's part of the North. Of course, Kaz, one of the greatest tag teams in Impact as well. But still, sometimes I don't like to see it. After the match, Arian grabs the Impact World title and hands it to Alexander as Impact goes off the air. 
Great stuff from Aussie Open. I think Overdrive has been better build than Bound for Glory. It's been really, really interesting to see. Of course, we know Overdrive. Then we're going to have Kazarian versus Josh Alexander. It makes me think with Hard to Kill coming up that it will be Bully versus Josh. And I don't know if you can make that last till April, which will be the next show. But interesting things indeed. Like I said, the last time we did the Impact, it was like six months. So this is a, a much easier catch-up. Like I said, five Impacts and Bound for Glory done. But if you're wondering what our next show is going to be, it is going to be Crown Jewel. Hopefully Jack Seat will join me. They have given predictions, so now it is my turn. So my predictions for Crown Jewel. Uh, well, you know, we'll start off with, with the obvious ones. I think Roman Reigns is definitely going to win. Again, I'm not sure what this match is going to bring. And Jake and Logan Paul involved. I know they've done it for social media, but it'd be interesting to see what happens. Brock and Bobby, I've got to say Brock Lesnar in this one. Even the scores at one all, and you can have a rubber match. Even at Survivor Series, will leave it until the Rumble. You've got Judgment Day versus the club. I'm going to go the club, even if Judgment Day maybe need a win. The club would just come back. Uh, and also, let's not forget that Gallows and Anderson won the greatest tag team tournament in Saudi Arabia, so they have got history. In the Steel Cage, Karen Cross versus McIntyre. It's still Cage. No one else can get involved, surely. I know, don't call me Shirley. So it's got to be Drew McIntyre gets the win. Braun versus Omos. Do you know what? This could be a really interesting matchup. I'm not expecting Steamboat Flair by any stretch of the imagination, but to see Braun either powerbomb or power slam Omos is going to be impressive. So Braun for the win there. Usos will retain against the Bruising Brutes. Don't get me wrong, this will be another banger, but the New Day already want the opportunity, and I think that will then line up uh, to Usos beating the New Day reign as longest SmackDown Tag Team Champions in history. Oscar and Bliss only won the titles on Raw, so will they switch it back? We have seen it on NXT. Let's not forget, um, I think it was even Kai and Gonzalez winning the NXT Women's title and losing it the next episode. But I've got to say Oscar and Bliss for this one. And finally, last woman standing, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. I've got to pick Bailey. It's the way Belair doesn't get pinned, but we fall out in the ladder match. There will be shenanigans without a shadow of a doubt, but I see a new Raw champion in Bailey. It'll be interesting to see what happens there, though. Like I said, Crown Jewel should be good. Uh, and also, of course, talk about New Japan this weekend, uh, where we've got Will Ospreay versus Naito for the US title, and a lot more fun. Hopefully, we'll follow that on our next AEW show, because like we said, we have got Full Gear and Survivor Series coming up in November as well. So don't worry, if people are bored just listening to me, the entire team will be back after Crown Jewel, and we will bring you four shows in a row there. But that's it for today. Like I said, nice, easy, and quick. We always love these podcasts. And that's it. Don't forget, we're across all social media, Twitter at the WNR Podcast. I'm at the WNRJR, and you can find the entire WNR team on the Twitter banner. WNR also on Facebook and Instagram. Across all good platforms, send us an email, WNRPodcast at gmail.com, and YouTube is on podcast. We have all the latest clips and podcasts got the same time on YouTube to do SoundCloud on your phone. Also, Spotify, iTunes, we can download, subscribe, rate, and 
of you there. So that's it. Like I said, the next episode is Crown Jewel. Until then, I've been James Rollins. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye.